It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and New York City. And this is news that you can use from CarEdge for Friday, February 2nd, with your hosts, me, Ray, and the good-looking guy supporting the Phoenix Suns, Mr. Zach. How are you today, handsome? I'm doing well, Pops. Happy Friday to you and to everyone out oh there. So I don't God, have my internet went out at the beginning of the show. You're there. You're good. You good? Oh, he's gone. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe he'll come back at some point. Dad, we're going to talk about used car prices today. Lots are overflowing with used cars, which is an interesting dynamic. Hasn't been that way for a while now. And it's because retail prices are not dropping as fast as wholesale prices. Dealers are holding out. I was reviewing some of the latest materials from J.D. Power over at the National Automobile Dealers Association meeting. And they really talked about that. The market is not crashing, they said. However, it is a historic delta difference between wholesale prices and retail prices. It seems like dealers are holding out hope that used car buyers will come, even though interest rates are through the roof. And, well, they can't take that car to the auction and make money like they used to. Seems like eventually, Dad, used car prices on the retail side will have to come down more and more. Um, Well, we keep... I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, normally you're flustered today. I'm flustered. Because, Why are you flustered? What's going on? You know, because right at the beginning of the show, the internet goes out. Um, and, and so I'll look at, at the upgrading even further um, and see what I can. But the other reason I'm flustered is you would think with how much used car wholesale prices have gone down that we would see adjustments on the retail side, you would think. And I've cautioned, dating back a year now, um, that we might not see that because there is still a shortage of good quality young used cars. And that shortage will be ongoing because of the pandemic when sales stopped, when um, used car values skyrocketed, when lease returns stopped almost 100% because people were buying their cars instead of turning them back in. So even though wholesale prices are going down, and even though we're seeing some reductions in retail pricing, I do not believe that we will see a major drop in retail, you know, this goes back to the bet we had with Brandon last year. Yeah, we've seen prices come down a little bit, but not what anybody would have expected. And and I'm still not convinced that we're going to see that major drop. Yeah, we'll we'll continue to see some drop, but not nothing major. To that point, Dad, here's what JD Power has to say. Um, they say it's only used uh, retail values for used vehicles will drop 5.7% in 2024, which is a far cry from some of the numbers we've seen talking about uh, whether it be wholesale declines of upwards of 50% from their all time all time highs. Retail prices are down 33% from their all time highs. But JD Power are coming in here and uh, you know actually saying, you know what, we think it's going to be more like. Uh, you know, more like 5% or so, which I think is pretty wild, all things considered. Yeah, 5.7%, which, I, again, is pretty wild considering you, uh, re- excuse me, wholesale prices are down as much as they are. Yes, uh, and, and it, 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 still, it still has to do with that, that overall shortage of, of 
good young quality pre-owned cars. Um, so that that is uh, that's that's not going to change. I mean, yes, this year there's supposed to be a little bit of an influx of um, expiring leases, and perhaps we'll see a few more lease returns make it to the market. But don't forget three years ago or two and a half years ago, leasing dropped dramatically. You know, one time leasing represented somewhere between 30 and 35% of all the vehicles that were sold. And then during the pandemic and for a year and a half or two years after, um, leasing only represented about 18%. And so if you didn't have people leasing, you can't have lease returns. So it's going to continue. Now we're seeing leasing at this point go back up. Manufacturers are paying attention to leasing again. They they want to increase their lease penetration because they want to be able to increase uh, the return of higher quality, younger used cars. Mm-hmm. But if if leasing increases today, well, you're not going to see the impact of that for three years. So we'll see that impact in 2027. What have we got between now and then? We have a dearth. (laughs) Haven't said dearth in a while, but we have a dearth of of high-quality young used car inventory. So so for those who wanted me to say this, it's inconceivable to me that we're going to see major drops and by major drops for most people on pre-owned cars would be somewhere between a 10 and a, and a, and a 20% drop in retail prices. And I, you know, I agree that it's probably going to be between five and 7%, not more. Let's get a real used car dealer's perspective. How's that sound? Oh my goodness gracious. I'm so glad you shared a link. What's up, Brandon? How are you? Man? Hey, man. Hey, man. I, I was worried that you forgot about me today. Didn't forget about you. Just forgot to hit send on an email. Sorry about there that. There you go. How are you? All right. So you were probably mad at me because, like, Brandon's, uh, he's not showing up when he's supposed to show up. And it's your fault. It's your fault. It's totally my fault. What are you seeing in the used car world, man? We were just talking about it. You know, J.D. Power over at the NADA conference saying, eh, it's going to be 5.7% decline in used car prices. Yet we see dealers sitting on inventory that's declining much faster than that at the wholesale auctions. What do you think is going to happen this year, Brandon, with, with used car prices? So right now, it's it's kind of unique because we're in a standoff right now. Um, I think a lot of sellers know that tax season, spring selling season, whatever is right around the corner. And a lot of dealers are not able to buy right now because they're not selling a whole lot. So you're you're having this dynamic at the auction where you're having sellers hold on to these higher prices because they're thinking that something better is about to happen in about a month and you're having buyers not willing i say buyers but the used car dealers are not willing to pay the prices that the sellers want so we're seeing no sell after no sell after no sell stack up and uh, we've been following quite a few vehicles over the last uh, few weeks and i'm i've seen some cars run like four and five weeks in a row and there's the, they keep bringing less money, like three, four hundred dollars less every single week, and the the sellers are just like, nope, nope, we're uh, we're not taking that yet. Wow. It's if 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 I may, it seems to me, Brandon, that it is almost hundred and eighty degrees different than what it was last year at this time. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, last year's time, still a lot of money uh, floating around the system and a lot of cars being sold and not a lot of inventory. Still not a lot of inventory. I would say most of the auctions that I go to, the at least the bigger ones, they're still at half of what they were uh, 2019. Um, there's a couple auctions like uh, one that's right down the road from us. They would regularly run 800, 900 cars a week. And now they're lucky to get still 400 cars in a week. Um, at these auctions. So there's still no inventory. And that's what's uh, that's what the, the big problem is. Now there's inventory coming in the new car dealers. Don't get me wrong. The new car inventory is stacking up. But for used car inventory to stack up and for used car inventory to uh, to rise, we need new car dealers to sell their cars, get trade ins and then send them to auction so I can buy them. And they're not doing that. So so you can't get a meaningful move on the used car side in any direction um, other than up um, uh, unless we get more inventory into the system. We are seeing that with certain segments of vehicles. Like I'm thinking about the Hertz news recently, right? Like they're liquidating their fleet of Teslas, for example. So you're going to see a surge of that. But it almost seems like, uh, you know, we talk about on the new car side, Toyota doesn't have a lot of inventory. So good luck negotiating a great deal there. Stellantis, a Chrysler product or a Jeep. Absolutely. Go negotiate $10,000 off or heck, the OEM's offering $15,000 off. On the used car side, it's kind of similar. It's like electric vehicle. Yeah, prices are on the used car side dropping meaningfully, but still for other types of powertrains or types of vehicles, there's just not a lot of inventory out there for people to get, which is kind of confusing to me in a lot of ways because electric vehicles, there wasn't a ton of supply of those to begin with. It just seems like because maybe maybe on the new car side, there's been a lot of uh, price slashing happening over at Tesla. It's forced some of these rental car companies to liquidate. So I am wondering if we're going to see more downward pressure as a result of like rental car companies wanting to get rid of things. That would be a source potentially because obviously leasing, you know, it, it, it isn't there. Brandon, yes. I'll, let you, I'll let you handle that one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot of comments, a lot of questions about where, okay, uh, get Hertz liquidating some stuff. You get Vroom that's uh, going to have to liquidate uh, whatever they have left. It's really just a drop in the bucket because we have such a, a massive deficit from these new cars. So um, you just think of trade-ins. They make up I, – I would get, I have no numbers on this, but just seeing the stuff that I see at auctions, I know that they're probably 70, 80% of the whole used car market is the trade-ins that come to used car dealers. And if they're at 50% capacity as, as far as what they're selling, then we're getting 50% less of the trade-ins. Um, so even if you have this massive surge in repos, if you have this massive surge in companies going under and dumping their uh, – their assets, whatever they have left, their cars um, at auctions. Even if you have uh, these rental companies that are just uh, just turning in their their fleets or whatever, you're still not going to be able to make up the deficit that has uh, been vacated from all these trade-ins not being moved through the system. So no, there, this is not going to change the market. I don't care if Carvana, Vroom, and CarMax go under all at the same time the psychology would mean more than the actual inventory liquidation. Well, and, 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 and if they did, all it means is that you're moving the same cars around. The inventory level hasn't gone up. You're just moving cars from Carvana to some other dealer or cars from Carmack. It's, it's the same number of cars. And to your point that you need new car dealers to sell their inventory, their new car inventory, so that they can take trade-ins. Well, we know that 
that sales are somewhat stagnant. We look at, at the uh, January statistics, and it I, I it was plain as day in yesterday's article that the increase in sales, how minor it was, was due to the increase in fleet sales. Well, guess what? You're not getting trade-ins on those, you know, and so if if dealers aren't moving their new car inventory at the speed in which they would like to do it and the speed at which used car dealers need them to do it, then the, the shortage of cars is going to continue. And, and, and so far, we don't see anything that indicates that suddenly we're going to go from selling 15 and a half million new cars a year to 18 or even 17. So, you know, we're kind of stuck in this in this cycle of barely showing any growth and and not really impacting the number of quality used cars that are out there for people. All right. What if there's a uh, what if there's a, an alternative solution for used car inventory and that alternative solution is yes. repo Mageddon. I mean, you guys saw. Yeah, there you go. You guys may have seen Credit Acceptance Corporation. They came out with their most recent earnings. If I scroll back down here, provision for credit losses were increased 25.6% to 33 or by 33.4 million month after month after month. We have seen Credit Acceptance Corporation and others increase their loan loss provisions as a result of folks going bad on their auto loans. Could repos be another answer here that will ultimately drive supply in the used car market? What do you think, Brandon? So, I mean, it, the more repos we have, obviously, the more cars we're going to get into the market. But uh, the flip side of this is CarMax on their uh, last earnings call and their last earnings reports. They actually pulled down um, their uh, loan loss provisions. So what CarMax stated is that because the market is normalizing more and because banks are getting tighter right now, CarMax feels like this should start to normalize um, the delinquency rates, the repo rates, um, because uh, less of these subprime borrowers that probably shouldn't have got these loans anyway are not going to get these loans now. So those numbers should be coming down. Now, I know a lot of these other banks, we cite uh, Capital One, uh, they're, uh, they're increasing their, their loan loss provisions. They're, they're talking about um, uh, this spike in delinquencies, but Capital One also said that their originations are coming down. So this supports uh, CarMax's thesis that um, because uh, we don't have any of these, more of these like over MSRP kind of market adjustments, uh, not saying none, but there's a, a lot uh, fewer of these kind of sales that are going through the market. A lot of these uh, bad loans that have happened in the last couple of years, these banks are less uh, reluctant to not less relevant. They're they're uh, they're not they're not writing a lot of these loans anymore. That these numbers should start to normalize. It's all going to depend on our economy, right? If we if we have more job loss coming to the system, if we have uh, inflation stay at the way it is, then yeah, you're probably going to have still a rise in delinquencies, a rise in repos. But this is not what CarMax is seeing. Yeah. Well, and, and if I may. Uh, Today's job report was uh, they added 353,000 yeah. jobs in January. Um, so that would indicate that, yes, things are normalizing. Uh, you know, but part of the problem, and, and the Fed has said that they're not ready to start lowering rates yet. So we're going we're gonna to continue 
in this conundrum where there's an affordability issue and a credit tightening issue and rates aren't going to come down. So it is, it will either be incumbent upon the manufacturers to truly incentivize the sales of individual cars through subvented interest rates or larger rebates and dealers agreeing to the premise that they're going to have to take shorter deals in order to move product along. And if those two things happen, then we could start to see sales increase to a degree and, and perhaps to a small degree, but use car inventory increase, but it's not, it's not going to be big enough that it's going to have any major impact. I don't believe. Interesting. Okay. You guys both see it on the, on, on the same page. I do wonder back on the used car side of things, pops, I do wonder about the quality of used cars that are out there right now. Automotive news had an article earlier this week talking about how imperative it is to get inspections on used cars. Brand, I'm sure you see this every week when you go to the auction, the quality of used cars that are out there are still kind of uh, crapola. Um, and I'm pretty sure that if you are uh, uh, in the market for one, you got to get a pre-purchase inspection, obviously a little different on the new car side, uh, but you have a quality issue. And so even if you did get an increase in inventory from repos, still kind of skeptical what the quality would be on that front as well. Yeah, and you're going to see this continue to be an issue as long as car payments stay as high as they are because people are going to not want to buy a new car when they have a paid for 2005 Toyota Camry that's not costing them any money sitting in their driveway. Why would they trade in that car and go sign up for a seven $800 car payment uh, when they're probably already stretched for cash as it is? Yeah, definitely. Because the average APR, we talk about this all the time. And also the likelihood that you're going to get approved for an auto loan is difficult right now. I mean, I yeah. think it's it, it should shift at some point this year because they're going to need to lend out money and people will have to start getting approved again. But it is difficult to get approved for an auto loan today. There's been tightening uh, as a result of all the delinquencies and defaults that are going on. And then the rate that you're getting approved for is shockingly high. People were used to how things were two years ago. 5% auto loan that might have been considered high back then, but now the average for a used car is over 14%. And like I said, the Fed just indicated the other day that, that, that they're not satisfied with what's going on yet. And so they're not, they're not planning on lowering rates at any, at, at any time soon. So, uh, you know, we, if, if, if you read between the tea leaves, <laughs> <laughs> As somebody do sometimes. Yes. If if you read between the tea leaves, I mean they're telling you, you know, get used to these rates. They're gonna be here for a while. Um, you know, and and car dealers especially, they they want to see rates come down. They that that's what will spur sales again, because if the rates come down, then suddenly um the payments become slightly more affordable. Or, or if the payments remain the same, the discounts become slightly less to get to that payment because the rates came down. Uh, so, you know, will we see rates come down sometime this year? They, they've indicated that they're going to lower them, but not at this point now. I don't know what they're thinking is going to be after seeing the 353,000 jobs were added in January. I am wondering, though, like the impact of rates staying high also on these dealers that are carrying expensive inventory. Like that's an aspect of this as well. Like brand floor plan costs is, is a real thing and it has to impact pricing strategy eventually. 
Um, so I know you're both kind of saying like things are maybe normalized and there won't be some sort of big decline. I've been on big decline camp for two and a half, three years on YouTube and I've never been right. So maybe I should just, you know, shut my mouth. But I mean, there is a forcing factor here on the dealers, which is it costs money to carry this expensive inventory. And so they'll have to lower prices to finally get it to move. So here's how a lot of these, I've seen some uh, franchise dealers talk about this, just seeing posts online and stuff, is that, okay, they have these 100 cars that are sitting out on their lot, and they've got one that's sitting there. I mean, you've pulled it up on on Car Edge um, uh, for a year and a half. And they're like, okay, well, we could probably lower this car by $15,000 right now and sell it, but my floor plan cost on it is just going to be another $500 next month. So... What what are what are they do? They they're hoping to sell that car to that magical customer that comes up, but they literally have that choice in front of them every single month. Do I go ahead and just say I'm going to lose five thousand? I mean fifteen thousand dollars on this car right now, or do I just kick the can down the road and just pay another five hundred dollars on it this month? And they have to do that across fifty cars. So it's it's hard for them to say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to take this five million dollar haircut right now versus okay we can just kick kick the count down the road with uh with pennies is what they're seeing on their floor plans yeah, yeah. But, but when you do that at, at some point it catches up um, i know that and you yeah. know that too ray but that that's uh i mean that, that's what they're looking at every month you know it's 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 for years when i dealt with customers you know on the new car side of things where they keep trying to trade their cars in and their negative equity keeps keeps going up and up and up and they just want to keep rolling it into the new loan, you know, and at a certain point you just can't, you have to pay the piper, um, you know, and, and, and so for, for dealers, and I agree with you, they look at it and they go, well, it's only another 500 bucks. You know, meanwhile, you're in the hole. God knows how much because you've been sitting on the damn thing. You keep, you keep forgetting about that. Um, you know, the, the smart dealers, they're going to look at it and they go, if it's time for a haircut, it's time for a haircut. We made a mistake. We need to, we need to get back in the game at the right numbers, as opposed to just sitting on the inventory we have. Now that's not to say that there's enough dealers out there that think that way. Um, Cause apparently there aren't, uh, but that's also not to say that, that we'll, we'll continue to see prices for both new and used cars go down just not as much as you know the general public would like i mean i see the comments well you know if they if, if we could get it for 10 percent below invoice well trust me the dealer would like to get it for 10 percent below invoice. <laughs> definitely yeah definitely. Hey, do you guys mind if i if i promote something a little different today no, we, I, I don't know about Brandon, but I'd love to promote something a little bit different today. All right, folks, we got a new uh, face over on the Exosphere, oh, uh, over on Twitter, formerly known as Twitter on X. Brandon just joined over there. He's got 114 followers. His handle yeah. is CQA underscore Brandon Car Question Answer. Brandon, on this show, we get it maybe up to like, I don't know, 115. I'm going to set the bar low. But go check out Brandon yeah. over on X. Uh, we can really get cool. my uh, we can get my wife to uh, follow me. There we go. <laughs> Congrats on uh, it's, I think your first time ever branching off of YouTube. Uh, your content's great, man. It's really awesome that that you're expanding onto other platforms, and so we're really excited to share that with. Uh, I appreciate it, but I st- I need somebody to give me a tutorial on how to use Twitter X, whatever. I like 
I, 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 so it's already been set up. We had somebody else set it up for us. I don't know anything about it, whatever. And so I, uh, they said, okay, you're getting some comments or whatever. So you probably uh, should get on there and maybe do something. And so, okay, I'll, no problem. I'll get on there. Tell me how to do it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> so I, now I have it on my phone. So if you send me a message on there. Yeah. It's maybe a 5% chance that it gets replied to because I can't, it's not intuitive. I, can, I can't figure it out. I don't you know. You heard it here first, folks. There's a 5% <laughs> chance you get a reply if you follow Brandon over on X. <laughs> He's really solid in here. But no, really, congrats. It's awesome. I love watching all that. All that you do. Thank Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Videos as well. You guys mind if I jump to the chat here real quick? No, go right ahead. We got Call Me Jay. Thank you for the contribution. Hey, guys. Wondering how long, quote, I want this car takes before you actually get engaged with a rep. Been wanting to purchase a JC Lewis Mazda for more than a week now. And the reason that uh, I'm pulling this up, obviously, we got to hold ourselves accountable. I love it. Appreciate you, Phil. And um, uh, uh, call me Jay. I got your email. I have the team reach out ASAP. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We uh, appreciate you taking an interest in buying a car on Car Edge. Uh, call me Jay. Sorry that we weren't able to get back to you more quickly. And Phil, thanks for jumping in there. We've got from LSL Tiger King. Thanks for the contribution. A little off topic, but watched the stream yesterday about Stellantis. Been looking at buying a new Durango. How long should I wait? It's at $54,000 and for $54,400 negotiated price. I heard a rumor, guys. You okay. I heard a rumor that there are going to be more MSRP decreases over at Stellantis, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram over the next couple of weeks here. Jeep just happened the other day. We got sirens going by, so I'm jumping off. What do you make? <laughs> <laughs> I think they I think they found Zach's location and they're closing yeah. in on him, it sounds like <laughs> wait a minute, Zach's off. We can talk about whatever we want to now. Okay. I'm in the city, guys. I'm in the city. What okay. can I say? But yeah, do you think that Durango's a good deal or do you think wait a little bit longer? I I'll throw another. I think wait a little bit longer because I bet you in two weeks Dodge comes out with some thousand dollar off of MSRP thing because their dealers are complaining to them. I heard there was a folk like clean of house, uh, house cleaning. I mean, that's not the right way to say it. They, they fired a bunch of people at Slantis right, Corp yeah. on the dealer management side uh, over the past couple of weeks to try and reset. Like, I would wait a little bit longer. You know, what's the, what's the worst that can happen? If, if the dealer doesn't sell it, it's going to sit. So the dealer, hopefully in another two, three, four, five weeks, whatever it takes, will we'll get even a little more motivated to sell it, regardless of what Stellantis does. Um, so... Yeah, it can't hurt the weight. What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, prices aren't going up from here at all. So, I mean, the, there's there's no risk in in just not buying the car right now, other than this the time that you're not going to have this brand new car. You don't need a new car. Go buy a $5,000 beater and just drive it till it breaks, <laughs> and then buy another $5,000 beater till it, and drive it till it breaks. Appreciate that perspective, Brandon. And then... James Meacham didn't send a message, but sent a contribution. Um, Bryn, we uh, we dance on this show, and it's the person who's in the middle of the screen. So it's it's your. You no, better no, move no. me, man. Yeah, yeah, go. And and James did have a a comment right below his his uh, post with the. Uh, Solid analysis today, gentlemen, as the cost of capital remains high due to interest rates on consumer loans and floor plan costs coupled with inflation, keeping asset price high, a stalemate remains. I think that's a really spot on, spot on analysis. Yes. It's right on the money. Dad, nice dance moves. Really enjoyed that. And then from Total Horse Channel, thank you for the contribution. How are the 2018 or 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders? Nose goes. 
I, I don't, I don't know anything about the 2018 or 2020. That's, that's, uh, yeah, that's not a 2003 Ford Taurus, so I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pops, you're the one that's got to come up with something on the 2018 or 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. So Mitsubishi, what do you want me to tell you? Um, you know, they they don't make a bad vehicle. They don't make a great vehicle. They make they make a, uh, a, a, a an okay vehicle. So, you know, you get what you pay for. Why are you laughing at, Brandon? He just said, I mean, it sounded like he said, well, they don't make a bad vehicle, but they don't make a good vehicle. They just, they make it. I thought he was just about to say they make a vehicle. So <laughs> they make the vehicle. Yeah. They make an okay yeah. vehicle. I mean, Mitsubishi. They used to make a bad vehicle. I know that. Huh? Said they what used to make a bad vehicle. I know that. Yeah. I mean, they, they used to have the Lancer and the, and, and, you know, the 3000 GT. I mean, they've, they've made some, some good vehicles over time. They're just not considered as, I guess, as mainstream as some of the other Asian brands. Definitely. And then call me Jay. Thank you for these contributions. Um, I, I feel embarrassed uh, that we didn't get back to you in a timely fashion. So obviously we'll look into that after the show, but thank you for being a part of our community. And um, really, really, really appreciate that. All right, guys. Well, that's, that's, that's a show. Brandon, you got off easy today. I brought you in late. Quick. Yeah. yeah, I know. Pops <laughs> has got the uh, the electric show. Please. No, there's no ahead. electric show today. No uh, justice show. is justice is under the weather today. Got so it. there there will not be an electric show. Woohoo, Brandon! You got some new followers over on your Twitter account, man. Oh, awesome. I mean your ex account. That's, that's my wife and my my mom. My mom probably knows how to use Twitter more than I do. It's not Twitter, buddy. It's X. No, it's X. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, folks, thank you for spending some time with us today. We really appreciate it. Go check out Brandon's uh, channel. He's got car, car questions answered as well as car questions answered live. Two channels over there. The new Twitter. We enjoy seeing that from you, Brandon. And then, Pops, let's let everyone know we're not going to be on tomorrow night. We thought we were. But actually, we're going to have yeah. dinner at my sister's house. My dad is coming down to D.C. for the weekend. And so we'll be able to spend some time together, which I'm really 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 looking forward to me too it is a phoenix sports weekend ladies and gentlemen um we're gonna go see the phoenix suns against the wizards on sunday um get to hang out with the dara and her zach and zach and laura tomorrow and sunday and then well monday team i'll be sitting right next to zach when we do the show um and then i'll take the train back home Love it, Pops. Brandon, I hope you have a wonderful weekend with your family. Dad, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Safe travels. Everyone, enjoy your Friday, and thanks for spending some of your day with us. See you guys. Thanks for being here, Brandon. Thanks, Thank everybody. You,